Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast, Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It's Monday and we're back. It's Monday. We're back. Yep. We're back. We are uh we are back from our trip from Chicago. And not Hawaii. Chicago. It was very cold in Chicago. It was very snowy in chicago yes it was <laughs> but we're back and we're here to give y'all another great broadcast uh this is the day that the lord has made we, we will, will rejoice. rejoice and be glad in it <laughs> amen so we had a good service yesterday what do you think i thought it was pretty cool yeah it's good cool, yeah cool. i enjoyed um i enjoyed our time of confession Mm, and um you did yeah let me tell you why you know i know it didn't seem like i was paying attention but i was yeah because it looked like you was just looking at your ipad <laughs> and oh there's my wife again mm. i hear her in my dreams well, let me... <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you why i enjoyed yesterday's confession because confession uh brings about a realization that everything in this earth runs off of words. Yeah, it does. And uh, one thing we learned in Chicago is that words are the most powerful things in existence. In the earth. Or in, in existence. existence. That's so period. good. Um, period. Period. You know, it's words that created everything. Mm. Words uh, is what we live by. Words is what we fall by. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, the good and the bad, it all comes from your revelation of the words that you're speaking. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really believe that the confessions that we that we lead people into is bringing about uh, a change in their lives because all of every all everything in the universe is trying to get things to you based mm -hmm. on your words. Well, you know, according to Hebrews, we should be professional confessors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, God wants to wants to um, wants to bring the pat to pass the confessions of our mouth, mm. and everything we've obtained thus far has been obtained through speech. Yeah, that's good. Now, circumstances may have convinced you to say a certain thing. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but thus far, up to this point in your life. Your life is the sum total of all speech. Mm -hmm. That which has been spoken against you or for you and that which you have believed in your heart. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Think about it. How do we become Christians? We confess yes. with our mouth, but we also believe Lead. in our heart. Believe unto righteousness. Unto what? Righteousness. Mm -hmm. So if we believe unto righteousness, do we not believe unto unrighteousness mm -hmm. on some level, mm -hmm. right? Mm hmm and it's a matter of lordship because, of course, if Jesus is our Lord, then we should be confessing unto righteousness. That's right. That's and right. so if we have a wrong confession, then our life will be a mess. Mm -hmm. That's right. And we, we, we're we dealing with uh, something that uh, for the past week, you know, we were off for uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But some of the things that we left off on talking about uh, conflict resolution had to do with 
uh, fixing the marriage and fixing certain relationships. Today, I want to deal with, when it comes to conflict resolution, something I call uh, the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. And, and, the, and the problem in a lot of relationships is that there's a huge elephant in the room, mm. but nobody wants to address it. Right. Nobody wants to talk about it. And yes. you have a lot of relationships that just uh, end in irreconcilable differences. Oh, man. And I just want to send a special shout out to Carla because uh, Carla, I see Deborah and Charlotte mm. on the line. Amen. Thank Good y'all morning, so everyone. much for for engaging. Charlie uh, Rose is on the line. Charlie too. Rose. And All Ju- right. Julie Busby is on the line. Thank you all so much for engaging because you have actually helped uh, our video get more uh, visibility online. Mm-hmm. So continue to comment, send the hearts and the, and the likes and, and the, the loves. loves. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, be sure you like the video mm-hmm. and also engage. Mm-hmm. If we speak on a subject, Give a testimony, give an amen and a praise you, Lord. And we also want to say we started this uh, back when Harvey happened. And that was what, 2017? Oh, this program? Yeah. I can't remember exactly when Harvey. Yeah. Tell me when Harvey happened. It might have been 2016. I'm not for sure. Either way, we started this broadcast back then and we're still doing it. Now, here's Mm -hmm. here's my faith. I'm going to release my faith. Now, it's time for this to grow. And it's time for this to this, bar- uh, this bar- broadcast, yeah, hmm. and, and to and to touch more lives and touch uh, uh, people. Now, you just planted a seed. Yeah. Now here's what happened. I know. <laughs> so I got my need in my seed now. Uh, you it, just it, planted it, a seed. It, it, I'm bringing it out of the in- unseen realm. Now, here's what happened. I know it's be it's, it's going all over the world. So we've had people in Italy approach us. We've so had, we have Julie Busby saying August, August 25th, 25th, 2017. So, so since thank 2017, you, thank you, Julie. We, we started this program. Wow. And so, uh, but we had people from Africa. We've had people from Italy. We've had people from India, India uh, Pakistan, uh, Filipino Philippine, people, uh, people have yeah, the uh, Philippines, um, Vietnamese. Yep. Uh, Vietnam. Vietnam. Uh, uh, I, I don't, hadn't seen any China yet or anything uh, like that. We've had China. Okay. So we've had a lot of countries and and places touch but Mm -hmm. we really want to get this gospel to go all over the world yeah and in fact the the times that china has gotten on i felt like wow you know because china takes a real chance they take a real risk yeah uh even observing our our website Mm -hmm. our our program Mm -hmm. uh because we're faith based so yeah um several years ago we used to get a little outreach from china Mm -hmm. not so much currently yeah and i believe israel too i I just thought about that i think israel has tuned in one time or two yeah um uh but be that as it may it's time for this gospel to go forth you know a lot of times and i don't want to get into a lot of end times teaching but we really are in living in the end times but a lot of times people just say i want jesus to come back well you're gonna have to get the gospel out he said that that uh, the, this whole world shall hear the gospel, and mm-hmm. then the end shall come. Right. So, so you know, when I when I mean by end, then then the end of the suffering that we experience here on the earth, we're going to be raptured out of here, and we're going to go into eternity with Christ. Yeah. Uh, we live in eternity now, but we're going to spend eternity with Christ, present with Him. Mm-hmm. You know. So. This has to go forth. 
Yeah. This word has to go for it. And one of the things that the Lord had me dealing with this morning, I was just thinking about it because on Wednesday night, uh, last Wednesday, I preached on something that had to do with the vices that the demonic realm tries to tempt us into. So mm. we make a big deal about the 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 smoking and the pornography and the right. all of these all, all, all of these outward transgressions. Right. But we don't make a big deal about the gossiping. We don't make a wow. big deal about the anger and the bitterness and the and the things that we hold on to. Uh, our right to be right. Yeah, our, sometimes that's all over our. Uh, we're we're reading out of our diaries. That's why. Yeah, it, because nobody <laughs> nobody wants to deal with. You know, I can I can stop the smoking. I can stop the chewing. I can stop running with those who do it. That's right. easy. I can do that with willpower. But here's the thing that that's hard, and that's the ingrained, inrooted things that have plagued me all my life. And that's why I believe that the elephant sits in the room. So when we don't deal with conflict out here, it's probably because we, we we tend to squash or push down the conflict in here. In here. Wow. And so I, I think this is so important that we speak on. I believe it's so important because when you're in a hard time and that and that rage is raging, that mm. that emotion is uncontrollable. How do you get a hold of yourself? Yeah. You know, so I believe that this word is to to get you to practice the right way. Mm. So, you know, we were dealing with three things when it comes to conflict resolution. Right. Three core behaviors. Three core and, behaviors. And, uh, you know, um, Genesis 3.10 said, and he, and he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid mm. because, because I was naked. And I hid myself. So I want to I want to bring about you know the the fact and the idea and the uh, the ideology that anything that's missing or broken in my life, it is a result of being uncovered. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is because spiritually, yeah, so spiritually, I am uncovered in areas. Mm -hmm. And you that know, is good. You might say, well, I'm born again. You know, Jesus lives in my heart, and you know, but everything that's experienced on the outside is a result of the happenings on the inside. Mm -hmm. So we have to realize that our core behaviors outside came from something within. Mm. It is yeah. spiritual nakedness that mm -hmm. is causing us to behave this way. Mm -hmm. And so, so the three things that we're looking at is what are the core behavior patterns that make or break a relationship? Mm. What? How do my actions and reactions affect the people around me? Mm -hmm. And how do we break the cycle of reacting negatively when our spouse pushes our buttons? Mm -hmm. Now, we just came back from uh, Bill Winston's uh, Winter Faith Refresher, which I believe this was probably the last winter. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's not going to call it winter anymore. <laughs> Faith Refresher. If because I see winter on there, I'm not going. I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm telling Daddy Bill. He, 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 I am telling Daddy he said, Bill. He, he corrected himself, so I'm I'm good. Uh, so so I'm just kidding. I forgot my train of thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just we went to the Winter Faith Refresher. We just and and, and so they talked about some of the concepts concerning marriage and family, and so you know we're on the right 
page. We're, you know, talking about these things. And foundationally, we all have a need on a foundational Mm -hmm. level. One thing that you need to have an abundance of to have a great relationship is love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talk Mm -hmm. to us about the four different types of love. So so when you look at love, love, love has to be uh, understood. So in the Greek, there is four names of love. There's many, there's actually many names for love, but we're going to just break them down into four groups. So you have this love called storge love. Yeah. And storge love is a love that you have for like a brother or sister. It's like right. A brother, That's a relational. It's like a relational love. Yeah. You don't even have to know uh, a family member up close. Mm-hmm. When you find out that you're related to them, there's a kinship. Yeah. There's a love there. We say, I love my cousin. Right. You know, I love my my third cousin, second right. cousin. You and know? there's a the feeling of wanting to take up for your family, mm-hmm. wanting to say, you know, I've heard the term cut for your family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means you take a cut, you mm-hmm. know, you take a physical uh, um, trauma mm-hmm. in order to, or else you would inflict physical, physical trauma, trauma. Uh-huh. in order to defend your family. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. that, that kind of love, and that's a, you know, that's a natural love. Then you have the love called uh, phileo mm-hmm. and we get the word Philadelphia from it, you know, yeah, that city, city of, of brotherly, brotherly love. love. That's more of a, uh, that's a close kinship love of, of uh, almost where it's covenant. Yeah. And, and covenant love is like, uh, you know, the Bible talks about a friend that stick, stick it closer than a brother. Yeah. Well, you have like a, a brotherly love, with you can have a brotherly love with a friend mm-hmm. that that's that goes way deeper than a blood bi- biological bi- biological love. Did, did I say that right? Have you had enough coffee? I don't think I did. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So I believe that this kind of love mm-hmm. is the foundation, along with agape. We're going to talk about it. It's the foundation because I believe you have to be friends before you can be married. That's so good. You know, yeah. if you don't have a kin kindred friendship, a covenant type friendship with your spouse. Right. If it's just, if you and your spouse got together out of this next kind of love called arrows. Right. You know, we got, uh, we got together through erotic love. You know, right. I was, a, I was attracted and I was attracted to your sex. I was attracted. I was, I feel like we're compatible because we're compatible sexually, right. you know, then that kind of love has a, has a high degree of passion, but then it can drop you way, way down to where you hate the person that you were so in love with. Right. And so, you know, relationships that are based on things like that tend to be low level relationships. And, you know, can I just say that Preach. all relationships are not the same? Preach. Yeah. Uh, one thing I recognized in going to Bill Winston's con- uh, uh, conference was that we have a lot of generational differences yeah. mm. when it comes to marriage and family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. what may yeah. work for a, a couple in this generation may not work mm-hmm. for this couple in that, that generation. generation. Mm-hmm. And so, but what we find in all generations is that a friendship based marriage mm-hmm. is the best marriage. They have the highest rate of, mm-hmm. Of uh, of staying together, not being divorced, and and having uh, a high degree of satisfaction mm-hmm. in their marriage. You mm-hmm. know, some people stay together, but it's like they're gritting their teeth the whole time. Mm-hmm. And what you Preach. really should have, yeah. you know, just like you know, in in most things in life, and uh, you know, you you have to think like this. Once you get 
get into Christ, God wants you to have the best. Mm -hmm. He -hmm. wants you to have a high degree of joy. He wants you to have an attitude of the redeemed. Mm -hmm. He wants you to use the speech of the redeemed, the highest speech. He wants you to have you know, these things. And so he wants you to have the best relationship. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways you're going to do that is to have a friendship based marriage. And you might say, well, I don't feel like we have that right now. Mm -hmm. Well, start today, begin by making your confessions and your professions based on the right kind of love. Mm -hmm. Phileo love is a good foundation Mm -hmm. for the for the agape love that's it mm-hmm. the yeah. agape love yeah. and you need to have a little bit of both now mm-hmm. let me just say this about right. agape love agape love is unconditional love but in marriage you need to have conditions mm-hmm. 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 you have to have conditions because you have to have your boundaries clearly set and then you have to say wow. okay there is a place you can go that could offend my love to a point where it no longer exists mm-hmm. the way it does today. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's, which is good is you, so it's a couple of things you, you brought out that I want to address. First thing you brought out is you talk about generational love. And, mm. and then there's another thing that we, we often call as a buzzword called generational curse. <laughs> well, okay. So people tend to lean on the fact that within my uh bloodline or in, it, within right. my ancestry divorce is just part of the process it's, you know it's, it's, a, a, it's, it's a generational yeah, curse it's a generational curse and so we're bound to be we get married to be divorced and and, <laughs> and 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 people adopt that mindset and that mentality well if it doesn't work out we'll just get divorced yeah and 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 they make it be the excuse for not trying that's so strong. So, so I don't have to try because within my bloodline, we're gonna get a divorce anyway. So I don't have to put in the extra effort. You know, well, I've I've heard the saying, "Oh, that was my first wife," as if to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you have to have you know, kind of a, a breakthrough relationship or a breakthrough marriage exactly. before yeah. you get to your real marriage. Yeah, yeah. And, and I do understand that there there are things that come along in marriage that. You know, you have a right. And even Jesus himself said you can divorce for this reason. Or Paul said you can divorce for this reason. But the point that I'm making is that when you don't even try, hmm. when you see the elephant in the room and you don't even address it, you right. know, you just leave it up to this is just how things are in my family, you know. Mm-hmm. But the curse has been broken. Right. Galatians chapter three, verse 13, it says that uh we have oh, just turn there real quick. <laughs> I hadn't had my coffee. Genera- uh, Galatians 3 and 13. It says this. It says, I'm going to get you Christ a has, a re- I know, redeemed us from the curse of the law. Mm. So now things are not so much generational, they are environmental. Wow, that's strong. It's such a powerful revelation to say a lot of things today are environmental. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you look pre-1950s, people stayed together because they had Had to. to. Mm -hmm. There was a true economic and Mm -hmm. social reason for people to stay together. And, you know, it's not that there were not... you know, uh, say blended families back then, because there were blended families even in the fifties and previous to the fifties, simply because there was war War and people died. That's it. So, so sometimes your first spouse 
would go off to war and die and you were left with a child mm -hmm. and are, you know, some, or maybe your wife died mm -hmm. and you, you know, mm -hmm. because the medical advancements were not what they Mortality are today. Rates, yeah. So there was a higher mortality rate. So the blended family always existed mm -hmm. uh, because of circumstance. But the thing that has changed in the modern era is the circumstance mm -hmm. back then they got divorced or they got separated or had blended families because they had yeah, to. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have blended families because we choose, choose to. to. That's so good. We choose to. I mean, I'm not saying that that's so good, but the revelation of what you just said. Yeah. Is, is good. So but then we have to recognize that our life is a sum total of what we believe, mm -hmm. what we receive, what we confess, what we and hang the around. choices mm -hmm. we make. Yeah. And think about this. Our choices come from things we hang around. You and know, it's an unrenewed. Yeah. You know, and. And can I just say, you you might be thinking, well, I, I had a divorce. Are you trying to say that I had low level thinking or something like that? Listen, it's nothing no. wrong with recognizing that maybe your thinking at some point in your life is a lot different than your thinking is today. Yeah. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with, with you, you no, yeah. or something like that, or that, you know, one person is higher than another because, you know, at least you didn't get a divorce or something like that. It's mm -hmm. nothing like that. We need to take those, um, mm -hmm. those, uh, things off of those chains off of our those social chains off of ourselves so that we can be free and liberated to love God mm -hmm. and to love each other. Well, you you said something that was so good about uh, you know, I, I was divorced before so there's something wrong with me. No, no, no. No, no there's nothing wrong with you. And 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 uh, here's the thing I want to say. Just because mm -hmm. you are around divorce or it's it's socially acceptable now. You know, Here's what we have to look at. Is it acceptable, you know, to God, to God, you know, and, and did God put this together? Right. You know, was this his design? Yeah. Or did, you know, did I put it together? Now, if I put it together in error, if I married somebody and I married them in error because I was in Eros or I was just in a, you know, just in a vulnerable place and you were there for me and I had just right. got a divorce and I'm ready to marry this person. And, and, but I made a mistake. God can still work with that. If you're willing to work with him. Right. And that is the purpose, I believe, of the grace of God. Yeah. You know, yeah. the grace of God is not so that we can go about doing our own thing and then just saying, well, you know, God's grace covers me. Mm. You know, we should Preach. be in an attitude Say of that. obedience and always striving to do the, our very best. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, we have to recognize sometimes our behavior patterns, even our generational curses, mm -hmm. you know, because once you become into you, you become a part of the family of God. Now you have a generational blessing mm -hmm. that you must tap into. Mm -hmm. It is the blessing of Abraham, mm -hmm. where you are blessed to be a blessing until all the families yeah. of the earth yeah. are blessed. And the blessing means that you have an empowerment from God to prosper. Mm -hmm. In other words, you have every ability. You have the tools. You have for every success. tool on your life for success. You have every resource available to you from heaven above mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. uh, even manifest in this natural realm. Mm -hmm. So that you can live the greatest life possible. God had a plan and a pattern for your life mm -hmm. designated for success. Yeah. And you want to tap into that perfect will of God. And I want to hit this next point and then we'll go to uh, the agape love. This next point is you become who you hang around. Ooh. And, and that's powerful. Where we go is, a, is, a, is dependent upon 
who we know. Ooh. And 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 I'm not trying to be a poet, but my prop my, my problem that I'm seeing in the body of Christ is that we tend to hang around those that we don't is we tend to hang around those that we don't want to go to. It's like we don't right. we don't want to divorce, but we hang around people that are divorced. I know. Yeah, we we you know what I'm saying. We we don't want certain things to happen, but you hang around that type of person, mm. and you become who you hang around. So you need good models. Mm. You know, every successful person was mentored by somebody that was successful. Right, and you know, one thing we 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 do is we tend to want to hang out, out with people. Oh, I like that person. I'm going to hang out with this person. And so we gravitate to people who we relate to on some level. Yeah. But sometimes you have to rip that Band-Aid off, yeah, that need for yeah. acceptance or all this other stuff. You know, the Preach. reasons why we tend to gravitate towards certain people and recognize that you have to step out of your social box mm-hmm. sometimes in order to do something different, to mm-hmm. learn something new. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to to learn something new. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. get out of your comfort zone. I, I, but ask God for the guidance even in that. I keep hearing, though, you tend to want to be around somebody that, that tends to build you up. Here's what I mean by that. Sometimes a person that you hang around, their life is worse than yours, so it makes you feel better about yourself. Ooh. That is like crab in the bucket thinking. And so you never want to just linger around people that's constantly pulling you down. Mm. You want to be around people that have the ability to pull you up, Mm. you know? So why is this broadcast so important? I think you need both. Yeah, yeah, you okay. do need both. And I'm not there saying there are some people you want to yeah, pull up, yeah. and then there are some people you want to reach up here, to. Here's the thing though. If you're not strong enough to pull yourself up, how are you going to be strong enough to pull them up? Oh, so good. So <laughs> so here's 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 my thought. Oh, time is running out. Here's my thought. You got to be around both people, but get empowered first. Yeah. Get the blessing on your life first. Get the blessing on your so marriage good. first. Get the blessing on your on your relationships first so that you can be a blessing. And have pull up somebody else to the level of where you are. Here's my last point. The agape love, you said, the building blocks must be... Agape. Oh, 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 phileo. Phileo. For marriage. You, you must, for marriage, it must be a friendship first. Yeah. A strong bond and friendship. Then when you get to agape, now I have a decision to make. Yeah. I'm not loving you based on an emotion. Right. I'm not loving you based on a feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm not loving you based on a condition. I'm loving you based on a decision. Right. And that's that's, that's yeah. the God kind of love. It's so necessary because I, I've heard many people say, I love this person. I just can't be married to them. And I think that, that what I, I, I also hear is people who say, I hate my ex. I hate them. And so hate is always going to be a wrong place to come from. Mm. Hate is always going to be wrong. There's no way you can cut that one up where it's going to be righteous. Mm -hmm. So love is the basis of every good decision. Mm -hmm. But then now our marriage has to be based on friendship simply because in friendship, there are some boundaries in friendship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to love you and I'm going to love you through a lot, mm-hmm. but you cannot violate our covenant. Mm. That's what God said. That who, man, we might have to jump right in there tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. Because if you don't have an understanding of covenant, mm. 
Anything goes. Anything goes, and you won't make the decision to love. Yeah. We're going to stop. Because if I keep going, we'll, we'll be preaching till tomorrow. So <laughs> I pray you receive this word today. We're talking about elephant, the elephant in a room. And I, I believe something was said today that really touched your heart, touched your spirit. Give us a comment. Give us a, uh, a testimony of how this thing has changed your life, what you heard today. We want to we hear it. We want to talk about it. Amen. Uh, we, we love you. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to talk some more tomorrow. I think this was good. You think so? I felt the anointing. (laughs) Amen. Let us bless you today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The The Lord Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. We bless, we love you, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.